how to naturally avoid the flu, how vitamin D actually works better than the flu shot. Welcome to Excel Radio with Dr. Nick Zarowski, where we talk with world-class entrepreneurs, executives, and health experts who have unlocked the secrets to Excel Health and performance. Hi, and welcome to Excel Radio. This is your host and high-performance expert, Dr. Nick Zarowski. In this episode, we are going to be talking about how to naturally avoid the flu this winter, naturally avoid the flu season, and the key word there is naturally. We also are going to talk about pumpkins and how great they are for your overall health, all the nutrients that are in pumpkins and what you can actually do with them as far as uh, meal prep and, and, and cooking with pumpkins. And then lastly, we're gonna talk about how to thrive in the fourth quarter, how to stay healthy and active and um, really just crush this fourth quarter. In the show, I have Ashley here with me. Ashley, how you doing today? Hey everyone, I'm doing great, thanks. Uh, it's a beautiful uh, fall day here in Michigan. We've had a, a lot of fun this fall, everything from Halloween with the kids, carving pumpkins, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But uh, over the weekend, we were um, given the opportunity to go get some organic apples. Uh, we were given a, a huge tote of organic apples, and they're uh, Macintosh apples. They're delicious, they're sweet and juicy, but we have a whole tote of them, and so there's no way we could eat them all before they went bad, so we had to do something with them. So one fun thing we did this week as a family is we made over 20 quarts of applesauce, which is quite an operation. Um, it, it really was quite an operation. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Especially with the kids and yeah, everything else. If you follow us on Instagram, you'd see. But like, yeah, it was it was quite an operation. I thought that when you make applesauce, like it literally is something that you just, you know, can just knock out and go on with your day. But no, mm-hmm. it turns into a whole day operation. Mm-hmm, right, because with the canning process, and oh, yeah. I, it, was, it was quite involved. But it was a lot of fun. And now we have, uh, you know, 20 quarts of applesauce left after we gave some away that we'll be able to enjoy over over the next year or so. so, But that only took care of about a quarter of the apples. So we have to figure out something clever to do with the rest of the apples. So definitely uh, comment under the under the show and give us some suggestions of what we could do with the rest of our apples. Absolutely, yeah. If we don't use them, they might just go to the wildlife. <laughs> but um, let's jump into reviews. We have some great reviews. We want to start covering some of the reviews and you know, because we really appreciate when people uh, give us a great review. We're very grateful for it. It's these very things things that tell other people that there's quality in the show, that there's quality in the um, services that we offer. So we just want to start covering some of the reviews to show that our gratitude towards those people who leave great reviews. Absolutely. So the review of the week, it's uh, it says, this is cutting edge stuff by a cutting edge healthcare provider. If you follow the advice, your life can do nothing but change. I love this information. I love this information that New Vision has made available as it allows you to change your life with tangible tools and methodologies. I'm a huge fan. And we got to appreciate that. That was put up on iTunes. So we that's an awesome review, and we are very thankful for that. Absolutely. So um, if you haven't left a review yet, definitely take a moment to leave a review, and you could get a shout-out on one of the XL Radio podcasts. We that, really appreciate that. That was by Potentially You. So thank you, Potentially You. That was an awesome review, and we are very thankful for that. Yeah, and the testimony of the week. So we have a testimony by 
one of Dr. Zorowski's former clients, Daniel. It says, I have suffered with arthritis nearly my entire adult life. It was so bad that I literally would take days off work because my joints ached so bad. The doctor I was seeing did not know how to manage it with anything but a medication. After my doctor told me I would have to get two injections a month for the rest of my life, I sought out a better way. A friend told me about Dr. Zorowski, and so I gave it a shot. Dr. Zorowski's testing that he ran on me revealed many issues, one being that my arthritis medication was destroying my liver. I am proud to say that after three months of working with Dr. Zorowski, my arthritis is 100% gone. I have no pain, no swelling, no aches, and I feel great. My managing doctor of the arthritis was literally speechless with my recent lab results. Can't recommend his cutting-edge form of health care enough. And that was from Daniel. And Daniel's a rock star, too. I have to give it to him that, you know, when sometimes it's a challenge for people when they have to start changing their lifestyle and changing the um the the things that they do on a daily basis in order to achieve better health and it's it's a big challenge for a lot of people but daniel did every bit of it there was no question um if i said it he did it and so um thank you for that amazing review daniel but on the same hand like i have to i have to you know congratulate you for the excellent results so um, that was awesome, and he his health transformation was absolutely incredible. It truly was, and he had a great support system too. His his wife was on board. It was just they they were rock stars. It was it was a great transformation. So uh, we were talking a little bit about uh, the fall weather earlier in the podcast about what we had going on here in Michigan, and it doesn't matter where you are in the United States right now, pumpkins are everywhere. We just wrapped up with Halloween on uh, Monday, and it was it was fun. Everybody usually has pumpkins, whether it be for decoration or carving, things like that, but you know, it's, it's basically October's signature fruit, and now that we're at the very beginning of November, there's leftover pumpkins in, everywhere. So we kind of wanted to talk about this uh, hidden gem in the fall vegetable category and what you can do to use them to optimize your health and your performance. Yeah, I think that, I mean, pumpkins are really great. A lot of people do not even think that you can consume them whatsoever. But Except um, in a pie, maybe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, pumpkin pie, right? And yeah, outside of a pie, you don't ever eat them, right? Um, but, you know, I I have friends from Brazil, and one of the things that they do over there that's a big staple food is, is eating, like literally taking a pumpkin and filling it with all types of like meat and vegetables and cooking it. And so, I mean, that's when I first heard about it years ago. But, you know, then you actually look into some of the nutritional uh, factors right around pumpkin, it's actually pretty awesome because, I mean, you look at just a cup of mashed pumpkin packs more than 200% of your daily recommended uh, vitamin A. Vitamin A is necessary for vision, uh, brain function, immune system function. Um, So it's really uh, necessary and you can get a lot of it from pumpkin. Uh, Pumpkin is also rich in alpha and beta carotene, two nutrients that have been associated with longevity. In fact, the free radical neutralizing carotenoids can help the skin stay wrinkle free. Um, You know, we often think of bananas being this super fruit that is like a nature's energy bar. But the fact is, is that uh, cooked pumpkin actually has more refueling potassium in it than um, the banana does. And not only does it have more potassium, however, it also comes with a lot less sugar. 
a cup of pumpkin contains 564 milligrams of potassium versus the banana, which has 422 milligrams. And then the other thing you have to consider about the banana is that it, um, the banana is higher in natural sugars. So you'll get about 14 grams per banana where um, you'll get about 3.2 grams per cup of pumpkin. And um, that's important because banana naturally spikes your insulin levels and somebody who is suffering from a condition or trying to avoid that extra sugar, I mean, that's still sugar, it's natural sugars. Um, but it's still it's still sugar, so it can spike your insulin, which could spike your blood pressure, you know, so on and so forth. So um, anyway, uh, the pumpkin has a lot of great um, a great nutrients in it. You just have to really know how to um, use them, I guess. And the one thing I didn't mention here are the pumpkin seeds. And um, mm, I love pumpkin seeds. It's something that I've eaten since I was a child during this time of the year. Yeah, and pumpkin seeds are extremely rich in zinc, magnesium, potassium, protein, essential fatty acids, B vitamins, and this is really, once again, important for immunity, energy, and the balance of your hormones. Um, I mean, I remember uh, when I bought uh, pumpkin seed oil. Pumpkin seed oil is really uh, rich in zinc, and so I bought that one time because my zinc levels were low, and, and so I kind of just bought it as a way to supplement with it. So anyway, overall, um, you know, the, the pumpkin seeds are loaded with a lot of great things. And, um, and uh, I think that uh, if you uh, consume that and pumpkin, you're going to be a lot healthier for it. But one of the things is when it comes to consuming pumpkin, not pumpkin seeds, people get that part, is consuming pumpkin. Um, a lot of people don't really know what you would do with that besides put mm -hmm. it in a pie. Absolutely. So what would you, how, how would you go about cooking a pumpkin or, or eating a pumpkin? Sure, so let's talk about using the pie pumpkins because those are usually what people are using to cook, so they're a little smaller, a little easier to handle. Um, one thing that I do, um, it's really easy, you're just going to chop the pumpkin in half. Once you chop it in half, seed it, obviously you can roast those seeds later, um, but you're going to just rub the, um, the, the inside flesh of the pumpkin with some oil and put them face down on a baking sheet. Um, I usually line my baking sheet with unbleached parchment paper and you stick that in the oven and let it cook until it can be easily pierced with a fork. Uh, when you're done, you can take it out and scrape out the insides and then you have um, pumpkin puree. You can either mash it or blend it. Um, when I was doing a lot of them, I just would throw it in my Vitamix and puree it. So then I have pumpkin puree. So with the, the pumpkin puree, I could use that. Obviously, you can use it for pies later on in the season, um, but I would add it to oatmeal. I make um, gluten-free uh, muffins with the pumpkin. I make a black bean pumpkin chili, which is amazing. You can check out that recipe on newvisionexcel.com. Um, I used it for my children. I would just feed them pureed um, pumpkin as one of their first foods. Um, but you can uh, preserve this if you can't use it all at one time. Certainly just put it in like Ziploc bags and lay them flat in your freezer and you can preserve it. So um, those, that's what I would do with uh, a lot of my pumpkin. Another way you can do it is you can um, just carve out the top of the pumpkin um, like you would be if you were carving the pumpkins. Just chop off the top and you can stuff it, like Dr. Zorowski said, with meats and vegetables and you can roast the whole pumpkin in the oven and make a pumpkin stew. And one of our favorite ways to use the extra pumpkin puree is to make a pumpkin chocolate yogurt by combining um, some full fat unsweetened yogurt, pumpkin puree, 
honey, cinnamon, and cocoa powder to taste. And that's just a, another quick fun way to use the pumpkin this time of year. Now, speaking of this time of year, um, one of the biggest complaints for people in the health industry would be the flu. Um, there's a lot of push for flu vaccines or flu shots rather, um, a lot of people staying home sick and uh, losing days at work due to um, the flu. So um, I would love for you to, to kind of talk about what people can do to avoid the flu. Yeah, absolutely. The flu is a big deal, and it's a, it's a big talk, um, uh, a controversial topic in a way because a lot of people are trying to do the best they can and avoid the flu naturally, um, but they really just don't know how. And so, you know, when, we, when fall arrives and we get this change of season, um, you know, we talk about the seasonal illnesses like the cold and the flu. And, you know, one of the things that people uh, will often wonder is if there's actually such thing as a seasonal illness. You know, why would viruses and bacteria come around during the fall and winter months? And the fact is, is that they don't. It's a total myth. Um, the truth is that we're exposed to viruses and bacteria every day of our lives, not just in the winter months. And um, the thing that really determines whether or not you get sick is, is not the presence of viruses and bacteria because they're always there. It's actually the state of your immune system. Mm -hmm. And so, um, in other words, it's not the seed, it's more of the soil. So when it comes to avoiding the flu, I want to talk about some of the research um, that is surrounding this because um, you're going to really be shocked that the research that um, I'm going to cover will show what is the most scientific way to avoid the flu, um, not what you, you know, might see on TV, not what you might um, see at your local grocery store or pharmacy. We'll talk about the most scientific way to avoid the flu and the most scientific way to avoid the flu naturally, okay? So if we're talking about the flu, the one thing that we have to talk about is the flu vaccine because... Um, that is something that has just become pushed on so many people anymore. And a lot of people aren't happy about it. I know some people that, you know, they have their careers and uh, in, in order to even show up to work, they make them get the flu vaccine. And um, I mean, there was, a, there was 147 million um, flu vaccines distributed last year. And the thing is that I always tell people when it comes to anything like this is that this is a business. Like, of course, they're pushing for everybody to get it because it's a business. And, you know, at the end of the day, like this, it's it's a monopoly. There's there's two major manufacturers of the, the flu vaccine. And um, and um, altogether, I mean, between the two of them. Um, you know, it, it's estimated that uh, they do about $4 billion um, in selling flu vaccines to people. So the more people you can get to take the flu vaccine, obviously, the more money you make. So if you're in that business, you tell everybody to get it, clearly. So <clears throat> the, the thing is about the flu vaccine is in, in my the, the topic here isn't to discuss in depth the flu vaccine. We want to actually just talk about um, the most scientific way to naturally defeat the flu, but you kind of have to bring this up because it's the elephant in the room. So a couple things about the flu vaccine is for, for one, the flu is completely unpredictable. Um, every year it changes. And so when they make the flu vaccines, the best thing that they can do is try to um, is try to basically determine which uh, strain will be out there. And a lot of times they miss the mark on this. And so it's unpredictable and um, 
And so many times the flu vaccine doesn't work in the first place. The other reason that the flu vaccine is not a, um, a good decision is because it contains thimerosal. Um, and this is a neurotoxin and it's very dangerous to the nervous system. There's many people who get neurologically um, based. I mean, you can literally just Google it. You'll see all kinds of neurologically based conditions coming off of from people who get the flu vaccine. Um, healthy people, you know, that it's, there's a good chance that they might not have a response to it. But on the same hand, people who are um, uh, challenged, their immune system's challenged, their um, overall health is, is challenged, then they could actually have some negative effects from this. Well, why even risk it, really? I mean, it's a neurotoxin. Yeah. Well, exactly. So the thimerosal is, is terrible. You do not want that in your body. At um, any level, at not any even level, small amounts. At any level. And um, actually, there's a uh, the level is quite high in some of these flu vaccines, and they use it as a preservative um, in order to keep um, keep uh, viruses and bacteria from forming within it. And so, um, anyway, uh, you know, um, there, there's a better way, and that's where we're going with this. And so, it doesn't even really make sense in the first place. The whole the whole idea of a flu vaccine is just nuts. Like I said, it's an industry. Somebody's, I mean, when you four billion dollars a year that you weren't making prior to a flu vaccine of course you're going to push a flu vaccine and say it's 100 percent necessary but it just doesn't make sense because it, it, it doesn't run your cell mediated immune system um, which is actually what protects you from the flu so we're going to talk about vitamin d and how vitamin d actually works better than the flu shot and the reason that vitamin d actually works better than the flu vaccine is because the uh, seasonal flu protection is based on your innate immune, immune system, not your antibody immune system. The flu virus and the cold virus changes so rapidly that it's not like you produce antibodies um, for the flu. You don't do that because the flu is different every single year and it wouldn't do any good if your body did produce these antibodies. So the part of, of the immune system that protects you uh, from the flu is your innate immune system because it attacks those pathogens and destroys them when you get exposed to them. It's not that you use your antibodies from the previous year to protect you from the flu, which is exactly why they change the flu vaccine every single year. It doesn't make any sense. It's, it's not the antibodies that protects you from the flu. What the um, cell-mediated medi immune system does have is receptors for vitamin D. When you compare people who have adequate levels of vitamin D over the uh, winter months, you'll find that the flu is drastically reduced in these people. Mm -hmm. So what you're saying is that vitamin D, something simple like vitamin D, is going to boost your immune system protection, your frontline defense against the flu. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is. And we're going to talk about some of the research based around that. Before we get into some of the research um, about that, let's talk about what vitamin D is, first of all. So vitamin D um, is not a vitamin at all. It's actually a hormone. And your body cannot um, produce, it can't be produced by the cells, and it must um, be obtained through uh, dietary sources. Vitamin D can be produced in the cells if it has the sun in order to help convert it. So we can't just produce vitamin D all by ourselves. We need the sun in order to support this process, this conversion process that goes on in our body. And so um, 
Vitamin D is very important. And when it is winter, obviously we don't have the sun to convert the, the vitamin uh, D and, and create it within the cell. Mm -hmm. So we actually need it from a dietary source. And now vitamin D is absolutely crucial. Vitamin D is uh, required to activate your um, immune system. It uh, upregulates the genetic expression of effectors that are used to attack viruses and bacteria, um, antigens and invaders. Um, and also in addition, vitamin D plays a huge role in immune function and is essential for uh, controlling things such as insulin sensitivity, blood pressure, inflammation, blood coagulation. Um, they've even found in some studies that uh, uh, vitamin D deficiency is a huge problem in, in uh, people with uh, cancer. So people who have vitamin D deficiencies are getting cancer, heart disease, um, autism. I mean, the list goes on and on. My point is, is that vitamin D is very important. So outside of just protecting you from the flu, it plays a huge role. A vitamin D deficiency plays a huge role in um, a whole bunch of diseases. Mm -hmm. And so... an overall function of your body. I mean, you were talking about hormones, immune system, um, a variety of different things, blood pressure. Absolutely, absolutely. A lot of people actually have a vitamin D deficiency. How many would you say, like, on average in America? Well, it's estimated anywhere from 30 to 100%, I know pretty broad, of Americans, uh, depending on their age and where they live, um, have a vitamin D deficiency. Um, and it's estimated that more than half of the children in America are vitamin D deficient as well. And is that those numbers so broad only because there's no way to test every American or even a large group of Americans depending on location? Right. It's totally an estimation just because, um, you know, all they can do is base it off what some lab, like, uh, uh, Lab, test, lab, lab data um, that's coming in, all they can do is really base it off of that. So, mm -hmm. you know, if doctors are willing to participate in a study, then they look at this lab data from all over. And so um, that's why it's broad. So they just do the best they can um, on that. They also um, think they also have found that uh, many pregnant women are uh, vitamin D deficient, estimated about three quarters of pregnant women. Um, in fact, are, are vitamin D deficient, and that predisposes the unborn child to a lot of problems and um, deficiencies as well. They estimate worldwide vitamin D deficiency is an epidemic that affects one billion people. And so the fact is that spending too much time indoors um, and not being out in the sunlight uh, is causing a big problem. People who are lathering on the sunscreen and actually not actually getting that sun hitting their skin and being able to absorb it, that's a problem. So we need to make sure that we're providing the things that are genetically required for our bodies and the nutrients that are necessary so that we can actually have good health. Absolutely. And so one of the things that's a major problem during the winter months is that people aren't getting the sun. Uh, exposure and so I mean they're covered up right it's cold out and then of course you're just inside a lot right. and I know just, like that's just the way that people with their jobs and our lifestyle anymore we we are indoors there's not very many people that spend time outdoors anymore even if you do have a nice climate right and you know the thing is about the winter months is that in many places there's a lot more cloud cover I know here in Michigan like we get cloud cover day after day 
in, uh, in, in winter. And a lot of times if we even see the sun in the morning by noon, there's cloud cover again. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, drains your mood, too. <laughs> right. Drains your mood. I mean, that's what like that's why they say people, you know, if you are prone to depression, don't live in a place like uh, Michigan, I guess. Or, or what, Washington. Or, or, yeah, a place with a lot of, a lot mm-hmm. of cloud cover, you know. So the vitamin D deficiency, as we mentioned, it leads to reduced immune function and makes you more susceptible to the cold and flu. And now remember, uh, most industrialized humans do not even get enough sun exposure during the summer just because of their jobs working indoors, working at a computer. And so this is a huge problem that's leading to all those different diseases I mentioned, but it's also, they're not even getting, people aren't getting enough sun exposure during the summertime, which just leads to a whole bunch of issues once they get next to no sun exposure during the winter. So um, let's look at some of these studies and um, and really, because I, I don't want you to just necessarily take my word or say, you know, okay, well, you know, this is interesting. I want to just hit you with this, the facts in the studies when it comes to this, because I want you to really know that this is the real deal. Um, vitamin D actually is way more effective than the flu vaccine and, and um, any other method of avoiding the flu. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about some of the studies here. Um, and go over that and then we'll also talk about some of the other things you can do just to add to the results okay you know and remember why is this important because when you're sick or when your kids are sick there's a loss of productivity there there's a loss of quality of life um, you don't want to be retroactive with this stuff you want to be proactive so um, that's why this is super important and we're going to prove to you why vitamin D, D, D deficiency is the cause of the cold and flu Right, and so first fact is that cold and flu season is a vitamin D deficiency season. As vitamin D levels plummet from less sun exposure, um, then the cold and flu incidents start to skyrocket. And so uh, just an excerpt from one study, they say solar radiation triggers robust seasonal vitamin D production in the skin. Vitamin D deficiency is common in the winter and activated vitamin D Um, a steroid hormone has profound effects on human immunity. So human immunity is a big deal when we're talking about uh, getting cold and flu. And so we need our immune system to be working well. So if our immunity is low, then we are more susceptible to um, the, the cold and flu. Okay, so the next major fact when it comes to the cold and flu season is that supplementing with vitamin D is scientifically proven to prevent the cold, colds and the flu. And then here's a little excerpt from the study. Vitamin D dramatically increases the expression of antimicrobial proteins in cells of the innate immune system. And that is a part of the immune system that immediately attacks and kills viruses, bacteria, and fungi. So this is really interesting because, you know, it increases the antimicrobial proteins, which is going to kill off those very things that we're afraid of that are going to make us sick. So therefore, vitamin D is very efficient in in ramping up the immune system in order to kill off these these bad bugs. Now, here's another study. Countries with the highest blood levels of vitamin D from supplementation have the lowest incidence of seasonal cold and flu and have 
half the winter mortality rates. Now, isn't that interesting? Because one of the reasons that the, the flu vaccine is pushed so heavily is because all these people are dying and getting sick and how dangerous it is. When, you know, the fact is, is that right here in the research that they're, they're telling you if, if we have higher levels of vitamin D in our, in our um, body, then we can avoid the cold and flu. And it's really interesting because, I mean, when you look at this and why don't people know this and why aren't people mm -hmm. just supplementing with vitamin D over the winter, yeah. I mean, it's because they're, they're being sold a load of goods by companies who are benefiting from big profits. And so let's look at this study here. A randomized double-blinded placebo-controlled study reported that children taking vitamin D3 daily in the, in the winter were 67% less likely to get the influenza. Now, who doesn't want that? I mean, It's right. 67%. I mean, that's, that's a huge, huge shift in the direction in your favor just by supplementing. Just by supplementing with vitamin D. I mean, how many kids are staying home from school sick and how many... How often are, you know, right around the holidays, you're like, well, I don't want to take my kids to this person's house because their kids are sick. And I mean, mm -hmm. imagine if the if all the kids were um, just supplementing with vitamin D. Um, right. I mean, if you're a business better... owner, just think about uh, how many people are calling out during the uh, winter months because of illnesses. I mean, yeah, everybody's taking vacation time around the holidays. But on top of that, you have loss of productivity because people are sick. Now, if they just knew this information, it would help dramatically during the fourth quarter. Oh, right. Exactly. Here's a great study. I love this one, actually. In a three-year trial, supplementing with vitamin D reduced the incidence of colds and flu by 70%. After two years, they increased the amount of vitamin D intake and reached nearly a 100% prevention rate for colds and flu. Only one of the 104 subjects developed cold and flu in the final year of this study. And so, I mean, it's just it's just in the evidence, one, one study after another, it's just that most people don't know this, so that's why we compiled it for you. I compiled this so that you can literally be on the cutting edge of what to naturally do in order to control your own health. Um, and then here's another study. On the basis of studies reviewed to date, the strongest evidence supports vitamin D therapy for influenza and viral upper respiratory tract illnesses, aka colds. And so, I mean, you know, this is, it's just, it's a 100% fact that with just a few seconds a day and a few pennies a day that you can literally avoid the flu during the winter by just supplementing with vitamin D. It's the best defense against the flu and the cold. Get it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> and and so I mean the 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 state in which your immune system is um, functioning is very very important. So the immune system is influenced by two main variables when we start looking at how this works. The first is the amount of stressors in our lives, and thus the amount of neurobiochemical downregulation of our immune system through the sympathetic nervous system and stress hormones. And so these increased stressors in our lives cause the genetic downregulation of our immune systems and really just just cause our immune system not to be able to um, to fight like it would. And now when we start talking about increased stressors, I mean everything that 
is 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 put as a burden on our body, such as deficiencies, vitamin deficiencies, stress, and and not getting outside to get the exercise, and neurotoxins. These things are all a burden to the body. So when we start talking about stressors, they come in a lot of um, emotional shapes and stress forms. too. I mean, Absolutely. It, physical stress if you're not taking care of your body physically i mean it's just it, your body doesn't know the difference between chemical physical and emotional stress it's all stress right stress is stress so here's what you have to look at is what can what can you do and this is this is you know the main reason um, that we're talking about this is what can you do to avoid the cold and flu at this point you know um, vitamin D. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> if the, we haven't said it enough, vitamin D. Yeah. At this point, you know that um, you need to uh, take some vitamin D. And I just laid out all the research for you, and there's plenty more where that came from. We'll actually list this research in the show notes because if you know if you're one of those people who care enough to go look it up, it all exists, and it's very important. And, and you know, if you want to read further on it, you can do that too. It's great. Um, it's great to be mm-hmm. um, aware of this sort of thing. Definitely. And so what you can do is, first of all, take vitamin D, okay? And now um, when it comes to taking vitamin D, uh, it literally, I mean, it's it's just such a cheap way to avoid the flu. Um, it costs pennies, which is why they would rather sell you a flu vaccine than, um, and then, and rather than vitamin D. Um, so vitamin D is very cheap, okay? Now all vitamin D is cheap. It is it's just a very, very cheap vitamin. Now, some of it's more expensive than others, and so that's why I just want to differentiate the, the, between the two because if you ever seen um, or went to purchase vitamin D and you found that, let's say, you know, a, a one month supply was um, $5 and then another one, a one month supply was $25. Let's, I, you know, I don't even think it gets that much. Let's say, let's say 15 to $20. And so if you look at those price differences, um, like I said, all of it's cheap in my opinion, but when you look at the price differences, the cheaper one will be made with low quality oils. It can come from soy. It can come from just cheap, cheap sources. Um, and when you look at the ones that are more expensive, they come from more expensive oils, such as olive oil. And so you want to get the ones that are made with good oils. Now, um, even some of the some of the uh, um, ones made from soy can be of good quality still. Um, however, I prefer just to go with the the uh, olive oil ones and ones that are of high quality. You can look in our store. We only offer the high quality ones. Um, we have uh, one, I know, like I said, one's made with really high quality olive oil. And so it's important to make sure you get the, the better quality one. Don't just get the cheapest thing you can find. Um, <clears throat> So vitamin D, good quality. Um, That's what you want to think thus far. And so now let's talk about some other things that you can do to help increase uh, your likelihood of staying healthy all winter long. All right. So uh, on top of vitamin D, we're going to talk about five things that you can do to reduce your chance of getting the flu, which was avoid the flu and thrive in the fourth quarter. Okay, let's jump into that. So number one is eat more fresh fruits and vegetables to ensure that you're getting, uh, you have good quality micronutrient levels in your body. So you want to make sure you have um, fruits and vegetables on a daily basis. You want to make sure that uh, it's with every meal. And try to eat according to the season as well. Um, The fruits and vegetables that are in season are going to be richer in those nutrients than those that are off season. 
Exactly. And so do that, increase your micronutrient levels through uh, good quality uh, fruits and vegetables. Mm -hmm. Now, number two is avoid refined sugars. You want to do this for two reasons. So when you consume refined sugars, um, one reason is that sugar directly lowers your immunity. It weakens your immune system. So stay away from the sugars and be for that reason. Now, number two is sugar looks identical to vitamin C to the body. So what can happen is the sugar can actually um, stunt the vitamin C absorption and then there you there you have a lack of vitamin C in the body which is really necessary during the winter months as well to make sure that you can um, uh, keep your immune system functioning well so if you are consuming a lot of sugar it can it can stop the absorption of vitamin C they look very much the same to the body and you really want to make sure that you avoid that sugar mm -hmm, um, and increase your vitamin C. Now, the other thing that's important to, to do, and this is number three, is exercise regularly. So a lot of people, now that it's winter, it's cold, people aren't really getting outside and moving as much and, and running around out in the yard. Um, they stop exercising. Now, you want to make sure that you keep exercising for a couple reasons. So one, when you exercise, you really... Um, push the uh, growth hormone levels in your body, which helps immensely with, with uh, the healing process in the body. And um, it also helps boost your immune system as well. And so, you know, if you can't, if you don't have the time to exercise, then you definitely want to look up the podcast where we talked about high-intensity interval training. Mm -hmm. um, and we also talk about that on our website as well, newvisionexcel.com. Talking about uh, type in high-intensity interval training, and you can find some information on that. That's um, pretty important as well. Um, because you can do that high intensity interval training in like 20 minutes. So everybody, there's no excuse. Everybody's got time for 20 minutes of exercise a day. So you could look at, into that. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, one thing that I like to do um, because I, I usually can't make it to the gym. You know, I have kids at home and it would require a lot of planning and organization where it's just easier for me to get up first thing in the morning before everyone else is up and uh, get a home workout routine in. And I personally like T25. It's it's uh, fast, quick, and it's revolved around that hit uh, mentality where you're, you're going high intensity for a short period of time um, and involves little to no equipment. You know, other ways you can do it if you go to work and there's stairs, you know, skip the elevator or the escalator and just hit the yes. stairs, you know, just mm -hmm. do the simple little things to make a big difference. Right, exactly. Number four is reducing your emotional stress. So a lot of times during the winter months, people are just, you know, the hustle and bustle of holiday parties and, and you know, just enjoying yourself with um, the family. A lot of people get stressed out over that. So mm -hmm. emotional stress is a really um, big thing. So you, can, you don't have anyone to celebrate with, that's another reason for emotional stress during the holidays. Right. So you need to make sure that you are working on your emotional stress as well because that all plays a huge role in your overall health. So using some relaxation techniques such as meditation um, is going to be very beneficial. You can find out more information about meditation. We actually did a we did a pod, we have a podcast With on Kaylee meditation. Please. Kaylee, please, is who we uh, did yes. our podcast 
podcast with. So definitely look into that. And then also there's article on it as well. So make sure that you're relaxing and you're making sure that you are in a good emotional state because once again, the body doesn't know the difference between physical, emotional, chemical stress and it all affects the body the same. Now, uh, the next thing, number five, is reduce uh, your physical stress. So research shows that physical stressors like poor posture, just sitting at a desk all day, hunched over with your head forward, looking at a computer, and uh, these things really play a big uh, role on your overall immune system and stress hormones. So if you are going to worry about your immune system, then you wanna make sure that you're watching your posture, watching your overall structure, and it's shown that getting chiropractic care can actually help quite a bit boosting your immune system and removing this physical stress from your body. So that's another thing you can look into. And so um, with that said, those are the five things that you can do, mm-hmm. five things that you can do on top of taking vitamin D. So obviously vitamin D is absolutely essential, something that you have to do, not things you can do. It's a must. It's a must. Yeah. Um, so the five things are, one, eat fruits and vegetables, fresh fruits and vegetables to ensure your uh, sufficient levels of micronutrients. Two, avoid refined sugars, uh, which we also did a podcast on removing sugars. And if you need help with uh, recipes, definitely check out the Heal Yourself Cookbook. Number three, uh, make sure you're exercising regularly. We recommend uh, high-intensity interval training. Number four, reduce your emotional stress. And number five, reduce your physical stress. Yeah, and if you do all these things, then you're going to be able to fight the flu like nobody else can. And and if you uh, also utilize these same tips in your workplace and and share them with your family um, they're going to be able to benefit from this as well so vitamin d is huge like i said i I went over research with you to show that it is much more effective than any flu vaccine Um, and it's simple i mean just you can you can get vitamin d um, for very cheap it's pennies (laughs) and uh, you know compared to the amount of uh, loss that you may have when missing work or driving to the doctors and everything else i mean believe me vitamin d is gonna save you a fortune so absolutely so with these five crucial steps and the vitamin d i mean Yes, this is going to take some time out of your day to make sure that you're doing these things, but it is not a waste of time. It is an investment in your health, and especially during this busy season, you want to make sure that you are on your A-game and that you are able to not just survive but thrive. So that's all that we have for you guys today. Absolutely, and um, thanks for coming on the show with us again, and check out uh, the research in the show notes if you're interested in that. Uh, Don't forget to leave us a review, and we look forward to being with you on the next show. All right, take care. Bye. If you want more information to multiply your health and simplify your lifestyle, visit our website at excelpodcast.com. Until next time, have an outstanding day.